hello, hello, good morning, or good Hi. afternoon. Hi, good evening, wherever you guys are listening from, um, and whatever time it is, welcome to the Combed Education Podcast, Let's Talk Hair. So there's been a common theme in the last few weeks on the episodes, you guys, if you have been listening, um, I have brought on guests and artists and people who are way more talented in certain areas than I am. And I think it's so important to showcase other people's skills, other people's talents, because like I said before, I know a lot, but I don't know it all. And so I'm super excited today because I have one of my favorite people on um, this episode. We became Instagram kind of friends, and she just is super inspiring, super... um, I think it is really just the essence of inspirational. Like you have so much going on and it's just wild that I'm like, how are you doing it? And she's like, I don't know, but I'm doing it. So if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about the one and only Nikki Wildflower. So Nikki, if you can just give us a little intro, um, just a little bit about yourself. Hi. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. First of all, I'm so excited to be here. And you said that I'm inspiring, but really like, I'm going to be honest with you. I... And we all have like, we're all good in certain areas. But when it comes to formulation, you are just you are the person (laughs) that I go to. So like, you inspire me too. you know, we all have our strengths. And um, you definitely I bring you onto my education platform. I appreciate that so much. Yeah, absolutely. But um, I'm Nikki, I am the founder of the slice squad, which is a educational platform for hairstylists. Um, and basically what I teach is how to slice your timing in half. So I teach hairstylists how to literally get the same results in half the time. That's my, that's my gig. Uh, it's a mixture of techniques, products, tools, uh, placements, saturation, and the results that you can get from implementing them are wild. So, and I'm really passionate about it if you can't tell. Yeah, you absolutely are passionate about it. And I think what's like, to me, the funniest is when people, because I watch your videos and I'm I'm also a part of the Slice Squad, guys. I am the first to tell you that you can never take too many classes. You can never educate yourself enough. And it's so important to diversify what kind of education you take on. If you resonate with the person who's educating, take their classes. I promise you that you will learn something. But it's funny because I watch the videos that Nikki posts on TikTok or, or um, Instagram or even like <clears throat> just the little teasers and people get all bit out of shape in the comments. Like, this is not real good. This is late. The lines are going to come and like people get so baffled by it. And then it's funny because then you read the people who are using the techniques and they're like, oh my God, this changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think it's funny. So um, if you haven't, and I'm sure you guys already have, but if you haven't checked out some of her um some of her content on Instagram, she gives little glimpses and actually a lot of information on techniques and placement. And it is very unconventional. But I think one of your mottos is to work smarter, not harder, right? Like, Mm -hmm, tell me a little bit about let or tell my audience and the people who are listening and the Comey's what all you have going on in your life and why it's so important to you to be able to work smarter and not have to take seven hours. Not that there's anything wrong with taking seven hours, but some of us just like don't have the time. <laughs> yeah. So it started. All right. Let, let, let me let me kind of like backtrack a little bit. So it started in 2017 when I opened my own studio. I had just moved back to New York from Colorado and I had no clientele and I kind of just jumped right in, which is 
kind of like the MO of my life. That's what I do. Um, I, <laughs> I just like jumped right in flailing, arms flailing. And I was like, I got to figure this out. So I filled up my books really quickly. Like, I, you know, went all out on marketing and I, but I bit off more than I could chew because I was doing these really big color transformations, but they were taking me like four, five, six, seven hours because I took a lot of amazing education, but that's what I, that's what I learned. Like, that's what my educators were teaching me. So I thought to myself, I've got to figure out ways. And I know because this is how my brain works. I have to figure out ways to simplify. And so I just started experimenting with all different placements and that type of thing. And next thing you know, I just completely sliced my time, like literally in half and got the same results, if not better. Like my clients were thrilled with the results. Um, so I started teaching them to other people, which is why I'm bringing this up because then I started the Slice Squad, which is my, it's an app now, which has like all of my classes on it. So that's like what I do full time now. I run the Slice Squad and um, I work in the studio. I have two babies. Um, my wife and yeah, I- That's what I was and, waiting for. I'm like, can you yeah. please tell about your home life and why it's so important? You cannot be at the salon 12 hours a day, five days a week, but you can make money. <laughs> I can't be. So- um, so with the slice squad, squad with my two babies, which are six months and three months old, um, girl and a boy, they, you know, I want to be with them as much as I can. And I cut my hours behind the chair to just one day a week. And the rest of the time I'm working on the slice squad and just being with my family. And in that one day, I can do four or five color clients without double booking because I, and we're not talking like retouches. We're talking full transformations, the whole, guys. The full she, shebang. She posts all of it on Instagram. And it's like, how did you do five clients? And they were dark and now they're blonde. But you did five clients and you didn't double, like, how? So and, I'm not going to say that by the end of the day, I'm not like completely fried. But <laughs> I, you know what, we we make it happen, you know? And um, I, so I make all of my income from behind the chair in that one day. And people, I charge for my value rather than my time. So I charge for just the end result. And so in that time period of 10 hours, whatever it may be, I'm able to make like enough income for the entire week. Um, and that it's just magic. And my clients are, even my clients are like, wow, they can't, when I was out on parental leave, because I did take some time off with the babies. Um, when I was on parental leave, they were like, I went to another salon. It took them five hours. I can't do that anymore. You spoiled me. Like, please come back. And now I have like, my clients are begging. I don't even have time for them. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so, it's so important guys. Cause not only when we're talking about working smarter, not harder, it's such a cliche. The term is so overused, but I'm always one to say that there is value and truth in every cliche right? So it's a cliche for a reason, but if you break it down, like the value of working smarter, not harder means how can you be more efficient in your skill set, efficient in your formulation, efficient in how you run your business? I mean, Nikki created a freaking app. Like she, it's an app on the app store. Like, do you know how wild that is and how, like, I don't, I wouldn't even know where to begin. So when I say you're inspirational, Nikki, it's not just about like, you're saving hairdressers time and helping us with the techniques, but just the shit that you do and you're, you're, you're like one track mind, right? Like you see what you want to do and then you just go fucking do it. And I was talking okay. to um, cash from the millionaire hairstylist a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, 
And and we were saying like, there's a saying in my household that's that says just fucking do it. And it means don't think about it, just fucking go, just fucking do it. And like, you are the epitome of that. So as a stylist, as an educator, those are the ways that you inspire me. But how you work smarter is invaluable to not only you as a stylist, whoever's listening, but to your clients. Do you understand that if you can give your clients their time back, they will pay and they will pay big, right, Nikki? Like you're oh, yeah. giving them what somebody else can do in six hours in two hours. You just gave them four hours of time they can't buy. So you want to charge five hundred dollars? Guess what? They're most likely going to pay, right? Without yeah. any oh, absolutely rebuttal because they're getting the same results. So there are people who say you should charge for your time. There are people who say you should charge what you're worth, charge for your and there's no right or wrong way. I think it's just what you look at your model and how you want to structure your business and how can you be smarter in your pricing? And then you run with that, right? Like Absolutely. Nikki charges for the end results. Some people charge per hour. Like as long as you're getting paid and you're not like compromising and emotionally discounting and feeling bad, then it's like, it's all good. There's no right or wrong way. Right. There is, there is no right or wrong way. Like th this is just how I structured my business and it's valuable for a lot of people, but it's not going to resonate with everybody. And that's cool. Like there's enough room for all of us. Uh, it, there are people who want to spend 10 hours in the salon and there are stylists that want to spend 10 hours with a client and that's okay. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Um, but it doesn't work for my business model and it doesn't work for a lot of other people's business models. So um, that's why. I threw it no, out there into fun. the world. Yeah. yeah, but I never intended to. Like that is just like the furthest thing from what I thought my career was going to do. Isn't that funny how like. I didn't want to be. Like, I, had, <laughs> I, I just, I just didn't want, like I had no desire to be an educator. If you would have asked me 10 years ago, if I was going to be an educator, I would like, no, I just want to do hair. I'm just showing up. I'm doing the hair and that's it. I, I, I really don't feel like I want to teach people. It's just not my, it, it's not my passion, but how did it become my passion? I don't even know. I guess I found something that I was passionate enough about to want to share with other people. And it was just that the demand was there and it kind of like needed to be filled. Cause I, I started putting my techniques out there into the world and then people started catching on and being like, how do I learn this? And I'm like, well, I don't know how you learn it. And then I'm like, oh, I got to do digital courses. And then I did a few digital courses and people were like, well, I want more. And I'm like, oh, well, now I got to make a whole course library. And mm -hmm. then now we're doing Slice Squad certifications, which is like an eight week long journey that I interview for so that we can have like a whole world full of Slice Squad certified stylists so people know where they're going to go to get their time slice. It is just like hearing your story and like I've interviewed a lot of people and I've also coached with a lot of people and I've just met a lot of people and it's so wild how when you just find something that works for you universe kind of like pushes and forces and pushes and forces you because mm -hmm. like you said you didn't want to necessarily be an educator but at, I think at our core as human beings and not to get all spiritual but it is to help each other Right? Yeah. I think that is our core is connection. How can I help you? That's the, that's my number one reason why I started combed education. Like how do I inspire and empower through everything that I have learned? And is it for everybody? No, but for the people who it's for, it's magical. And so I think it's just so wild to me that you went from, I'm not an educator to you have a freaking app 
an app. You have a course library. You're doing an eight week certification program. Like you, like I said earlier, you are the epitome of like, just fucking do it. Right. And so I guess my question is, if we're talking about not only working smarter, not harder, but like following that, just go like, what is the advice that you would have for people? Because that's a mentality that is a character trait of just, you just go. So for people who aren't that way, what like tips do you have to help get them out of their own head, um, to get out of their own way, to find what their calling is so that they can have this, this happiness. And it's not the money. It's not, it's really not, it's the connection. It's the helping. It's the elevating I think for me it is anyways I don't know it is it is for me listen the money does it buys the money buys freedom right so like yep for me like I don't have I don't have a fancy life like I I just don't that's not really my style but I do have the freedom to travel when I want to travel and spend the time with my family and hire somebody to watch the babies while I'm like teaching people that type of thing so it money actually buys time you know yeah, even the money to, I don't have to go to the grocery store because I'm going to pay the extra to get the groceries. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is, but guys, okay. Oh my God, Nikki, that was gold. That is efficiency. That is a mindset of being smarter and working smarter, not harder. I do the same thing. I look at my time. Where do I need to spend my time? And if I can earn the right to pay somebody else to do the things for me that I don't want to waste my time doing to me, that's success. So to your point, like 90% of my groceries are Instacarted because that two hours that I would have spent at the grocery store, I would rather spend with my son or value it. So that is um, that there is liberty that comes from money. And again, when we were talking, if you guys listen to the episode with cash, the millionaire hairstylist, it was all about money, how money is a currency, but not only that, like how it's so taboo to talk about money in this industry and what I'm trying to do is shatter that, like share your big goals, talk about money. Cause we all make it, we all need it. We all survive with it. So to not talk about money is detrimental. I think we need to talk about money and the freedom that I it gives so not, not to gloat, not to brag, not to stunt. Right. But what's possible when you shift your mindset and shift your business and money is coming in What can you do with it? So I'm sure starting the app wasn't cheap. It wasn't easy. There was probably a lot of moving parts to that. But when you have the currency, that gives you the liberty to pay for that. And now you can help more people. Yeah. And, you know, I would say back back to your point, because I totally have this habit of just like going off on a tangent. So I didn't even answer your original question, which was the just kind of (laughs) kind of the queen of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um to your to your point like with the just go for it thing I, I want to make sure that I answer that I've always been impulsive like I have ADHD I impulsivity is part of my inherent nature and I have fallen flat on my face a million times in my life like failed marriage the whole nine I have always just acted before I thought about it now in life that's not always the smartest thing but in business I had I do not care about falling flat on my face and embarrassing myself. And when you don't care about falling on your face and embarrassing yourself and failing, then you're not afraid to take action. Like you know 
that you will find a way to make it work. Like with the slice squad thing, I'm like, I'm not saying it's going to be smooth, but I'm just going to go for it. I'm not even going to give myself time to think, just go for it. I'll figure out the details later. Same thing with the certification program. Um, I'll figure out the details later. I recently invested in my own business coach. It was a lot of money. Like I winced at it and I'm so glad that I did it because it held me accountable. But I, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to listen. I'm, I'm going to learn from this person and I'm just going to, and I'm just going to implement it. And I'm so glad that I did. So it's just about being willing to, being willing to fail because even the app, no, it wasn't cheap to start the app. It really wasn't like at mm. all. And I actually lost money starting the app because I had a website. So I had a website and then I developed the app, right? And I actually, while there's more people using the app, the app store takes a lot more of my money than the mm -hmm. website did. Absolutely. So I actually lost a significant amount of income by starting the app, but it's a much more user-friendly experience right. um, for and in people. The long so term, it'll balance out. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Listen, like, it's not all about that. I have, obviously, I'm always, I'm always for growth. I'm always for like forward momentum. So that's huge for me. But it's not, it's not all about, it's not all about money for me. I, but we've talked about why money is awesome, and that we should be well paid for what we do. And we should be well paid for our knowledge. And absolutely. Um, and you should be willing to invest in your education. Because guess what, the stuff that you invest in, you pay attention to, you know, how fast I was willing to pay attention to everything that business coach said, because oh I just gosh. invested in it. Absolutely. You watch stuff for free. It is not going to absorb the same way. You are not going to commit to it the same way as when you got money committed to something. Yeah, it's called skin in the game. And I want to talk about that in a second, but really quickly, I want to go back to what you were saying, because I think it's so pivotal for me when, um, a few years ago I had hired a mentor and a, and a coach to help just shift my mindset. So a little backstory, I am full Armenian, 100%. And there's a lot of, in Armenian tradition, there's a lot of pressure to be perfect and to do everything the right way, because people are going to talk and people are going to say this. And like, I lived in that, in that cultural mindset for so long that it suffocated me and it became so debilitating that I went the complete opposite direction and I rebelled and I said fuck you to everything and then that didn't work either so I got to this point in my life where I'm like okay I need to find who am I what resonates with me and what do I need to shift to make my big goals and dreams possible without the worry of the judgment and because that was ingrained in me right even when I was little I was always judged oh your hair this oh you've gained weight oh you've done like that is all I heard my whole life and so I was happy that I went and rebelled and didn't give a fuck but then that was dangerous so then I kind of met in the middle but one of the things that I worked on for a very long time in in my mindset was how I viewed failure because up until that point to me failure was bad right if I failed at something especially on social media where everybody could see my failures like oh my god that is so bad and everyone's gonna judge me because I'm a failure and so when you fail it does not mean that you are a failure there is a very different mindset that needs to shift and so one of the things I worked on for a very long time was embodying and I think Nikki you can agree to, and attest to this was this idea and this mentality of fail fast fail hard and fail forward. So mm -hmm. every failure, and I know, again, this is cliche, but they're all rooted in truth, right? Every failure, 
every setback is a setup for a comeback, right? So exactly, you you fall flat on your face and you get right back up and like, okay, well, that didn't work. So then you pivot, right? And so I'm sure there was lots of pivoting with the Slice Squad. There was lots of pivoting with the app. Do you know how many times I've pivoted the vision of combed education? Because something oh, yeah. resonates, something didn't. And with this day and age on social media, yes, all eyes are on you. But if you can, if you judge you, everyone else is going to judge you. If exactly. you give yourself grace, everyone else will give you grace. Like it all comes back to you and your mindset, right, Nikki? Like if Absolutely. you are so hard on yourself, then then every time a negative comment or a hater or if somebody threw shade, that would get to you, right? If you were so hard on yourself, but you're not, yeah. right? You give yourself grace. You're like, okay. Hey, I, I give myself grace. There have been seasons, even <laughs> recently, where I don't have like the capacity to deal with those negative mm-hmm. comments because I'm not like in the best place mentally. Mm-hmm. Right now I am. Like I, I I genuinely don't I don't care. But there have been times where I haven't been in that headspace and it has actually hurt. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like it genuinely doesn't matter. And it and you should be really proud of yourself for breaking out of those like generational beliefs that were instilled it's on like you in my so, blood it is so much it's work in your blood to, to like that is huge it. it is huge, that is huge like, it's important because like when you were talking about earlier how important it is to invest right to put skin in the game that is not just in education guys and I'm going off on a tangent here but that's on yourself too like hiring a mentor hiring a coach a therapist anything that works to help elevate you as a person not just as a stylist is like so important (laughs) there's nothing I'm willing to spend more on than like things that are going to elevate me to the next level absolutely and I I I agree with you and I think that's why you have spent so much on educating yourself I've spent so much on educating myself in all of the things right I can tell it shows oh my gosh it's but it's worth it to me and I put in the time and it's worth it because when I look at how I was 10 years ago when I first started combed to how I am now, I see why that wasn't the time. There was still so much growth that had to happen and mm-hmm. so trusting in that process. So you you risk, you go out, you open your own suite, right? Like you're like, I can yeah. do this. I'm going to yeah. do this. You open your own suite and then maybe it fa- maybe you failed, right? Maybe you weren't able to build up the clients. Maybe you weren't able to to do the social media. Okay. So now what, right? Like, so what now what, and then something else happens. And so it's all kind of on, on purpose. But if you let that fear of I'm going to fail or people are going to judge, you're going to pigeonhole yourself into a very tiny little box where they Yeah. And to add to your point, if there have been, so you come up with your goals, right? You should always have goals. And I see, I always have my pen in my hands. I don't know why, but it helps me focus. So um, you should, you should come up with your goals. And if you, if things don't work and they fail, so like I started my own suite, I was going to be a successful hairstylist, certain things to get me to that end goal would fail, but I'm not changing the end goal. I might just change the routes that I'm going. All right. So like the, I knew the slice squad was going to be successful. Not everything worked. There were a lot of failures along the way. Website crashes, you know, big flops, like as far as people signing up. 
But I knew I'm like, this is going to work because I'm not, I'm staying consistent on this goal. And if I have to change the path to get to that goal, I will, but I will not change the end goal. Absolutely. Like you have to be so convicted in whatever your goal is, whether it's to start a product line, maybe some of you want to start a product line, start a color brand, open your own salon, be an independent educator or be a brand educator. Whatever that is, you hold on to that vision. And Uh it can take a year. It can take five years. It can take 20 years. Combed education has been in my head for 12 years. This is nothing new. What made you go for it? This time around? Yeah. What made me go for it? So when I was doing workshops in person... I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like that's when it really started to grow and then COVID hit and I was devastated. But then I got, um, it was either a quote or something that it said, if it's your calling, it's going to keep calling. And when I was sad because I had to cancel all these classes that people had paid for guys, like it was the most soul crushing thing because like combed failed the first time and now I felt like I was failing again but it was COVID and so it was like this whole concept of if it's your calling it's going to keep calling and six months into the pandemic I left my salon suite opened up my own salon it gave me this confidence to really just like okay I can do whatever the fuck I want to do I'm done I am done with the limiting beliefs I'm done with people telling me I can't I'm done with the worry of the judgment and I said you know what I'm going to make it online I'm going to make it online, but I'm going to do it so different because the success in people completing online courses is about 6%. It's so low. It's so low. And what, see, I love online courses. Me too. But I'm also watching them at like, you know, midnight or four o'clock in the morning, like when I wouldn't be able to take a class, but I shifted it because I'm like, okay, what is the industry? Why is there that gap? And especially with the hair industry, we are such kinesthetic learners. We are such like get my hands in and do it type of learners that sitting and watching a lecture for six hours, you're going to shoot yourself in the head, right? And so the idea, the idea came to me to make a, a hybrid hands-on and online workshop. And once that idea came through uh, meditation, actually, um, I had to roll with it because I knew like I knew like I knew that even if people don't take the class, even if people don't buy in, the learning that's going to come from building this is going to be immensely valuable. And fuck, has it been valuable? Like, yeah. Oh my God. The things that I never thought I would have to learn, I'm learning and it's rewiring my brain and how it functions and then how I show up. And then it it's amazing. like one thing just leads to another. And so it was very similar to your, your whole, just fucking do it. Right. And like, how much longer am I going to talk about combed education as a theory? Like we need to start implementing it. It needs to start. I know. Everybody has like their someday goals. And that was another thing. I felt the same way with the slice squad where I had this idea in my head for a while, but I didn't like take the steps to do it. It was just like a someday goal. And I found comfort in that someday goal. Like, oh, well, someday I'm going to do that. No, no. Today. Do it today. Like take the steps, go find a web developer, do what you have to do, but just do it now. Um, Because someday is not a promise and not to get all like weird, but you don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow. 
Like you don't. Yeah. We just had a recent death in our family and it shook all of us because this was a very young person. And it was just a reality check of like, okay, shit, like tomorrow is not promised. So if there is a someday goal and you have the capacity, if someday you're going to go into your own suite, but you have the capacity to do it now, do it now. Do it now. Trust. Do it now because those thoughts of I can't, I don't have enough money, I don't have these, those are always gonna be there, right, Nikki? Oh those my god! When I started the slice squad, I think mm. in my head I said I'm gonna start this online. So back when I started the slice squad in 2019, I I think I maybe had like 50,000 followers on Instagram, which is a great number, but mm. in my head it wasn't enough to be an authority figure it, uh-huh. that people were gonna listen to me. So I had in my head I will start this when I have 100,000 followers. And then one day, I don't remember, I was listening to a podcast, but I don't remember which one. And that's the power of education because this stuff like changes your life when you mm-hmm. listen to the right things and watch the literally, right things. Literally. And I think the person who was hosting the podcast said, you don't have to wait to be a certain level of success before you take action on your goals. And I was like, oh, wait, what am I doing? That's, that's a limiting belief. I'm like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find somebody to develop this website for me. And I'm just going to put skin in the game, as you say, and um, make and it happen. Clearly it's paid off in it has. the results of the people. Guys, I'm on her Facebook group and I see these people commenting about how much these techniques change their business. Like older hairdressers whose bodies are burnt out like mine, right? Like to do a five hour trip, I love it. But my body at the end of a five-hour transformation says, fuck you. And I'm inflamed and I'm swollen for like three days. And so people like me who are like, oh my God, these techniques actually look similar, but are half the time. Or newbies, right? The baby stylists on your page who are like, oh my God, I didn't have the confidence. I'm like, wow, now I feel like I can tackle new clients. Like it's, it's, it's wild how many people have benefited. So by you risking, by you putting skin in the game, by you not holding off, you've kind of fulfilled what in our core is is connecting and helping. So yeah, to those of you who are listening, if you take one thing away from this, it's, well, somebody told me this and I'm going to butcher it, but just to paraphrase it, like it's selfish of you to not share what your purpose or your talent is it's selfish do not gate keep your talent (laughs) don't gate keep yeah like you don't know who you could help just by you know if you take that risk whether it's to be an, an independent educator whether it's to be a salon owner whatever that is like yes it's hard for you but it's going to pay off in so many ways that maybe you didn't even think about Mm -hmm. right that maybe didn't even um, register. So one of the questions I had for Nikki, and I think we've, tra- we've kind of talked about this, like if people are afraid to try a new technique on a client, or they're afraid to like, maybe they don't have the confidence, what, what would you say? What advice would you give them? Educate. Don't be afraid to fail. Try it on a mannequin. Try it on a family member. That's how I learned these techniques. I was like, you know, my cousin would come in and I'm like, I might fuck up your hair, um, but I'll fix it if I do. I just have to try something. And she's like, okay. And if mm-hmm. and if I couldn't find a family member that was willing, and, and granted, I didn't I didn't really mess up anybody's hair. I mean, maybe the first few root smudges I did were too transparent, so I had to go back over them. But you know, find find a family member, find a mannequin, 
but now I, but I already made the mistakes for you guys. So like, you don't, if there's a technique that you want to do and you're following it's the steps that I tell you about, yeah. it's, yeah, it's going to work out. But for me, like when I first started, I was like, I have this idea, but I don't know if it's going to work. So I had to kind of keep tweaking these ideas until they did work. And um, yeah, it's just not being, not being afraid to fail. Like you'll fix it. If you mess something up, you'll fix it. That's it. Like you're not going to, you're not going to damage somebody or like hurt somebody's hair so much that you can't fix yeah, it. Like you Find people. Smart. You're not going to burn somebody's hair off. You'll no. know if the hair is not in integrity, right? Find people who are willing to be models and understand that you're learning a new technique and or use mannequins both great tools yeah. that we have at our disposal and you you mess up you mess up so what not the end of the world I think one of the things I've learned in talking to a lot of people in this industry who would be considered educators or higher authority figures have man I was talking to Lacey Worley a couple weeks ago we interviewed her yeah. I interviewed her and She's like, every cabinet in my salon has mannequin heads. And this is a woman who's been doing hair for over 15 years. My salon, I've been doing hair for 22 years, is full of doll heads. So please don't ever get to a place in your career where you think you're too good to have to practice or try something. Um, you are not. You're not too good for that. And and realistically, that's what's going to make you better. Uh, because this little box that we create for ourselves, like this is how I do highlights and this is what I use for my root colors and this is what I use for my toners and this is how I do my books. Like that little box, your big goals, your big dreams, your big wishes are like outside of that box, mm -hmm. right? And so the only way to get out there is to put yourself out there to practice and to educate yourself. Um, I, the last thing I want to talk about with you, Nikki, is because I think there's a lot of people who watch your content and have, and this, we talked about it vaguely a little bit, but I want to bring it back. There's people who watch your videos, who watch your content and they're like, oh my God, I've already learned so much just from watching what she's posting on um, Instagram. There are people who like some of you who are following me and, and I put a lot of educational content with chemicals and eyes and all, all of that, all of that stuff. Like, wow, I've learned a lot. What do you think, uh, is the difference, and I know this is a, a, a no-brainer, but let's just chat about investing in your education versus just watching on social media. Like, oh. okay, so we covered this earlier, but like, I kind of want to talk about it a little bit more in depth because there's so many of you who are hesitant on pulling the trigger and investing because you feel like on YouTube, on Instagram, on Reels that like you're getting education. What would you say to that? you are getting education from those things and you are getting value, but those are typically just like a little glimpse into what we actually have to offer. Like we don't obviously put everything that we know on social media. That's just a taste. And then you've got like the real good juicy stuff inside. And again, like just having the skin in the game is going to make you absorb so much more. And it, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you can learn stuff on social media and you should and you should but there's just so much more than what you're seeing there and that you could absorb in a 30 60 second video right think about it that way guys these are 60 second reels so is it little doses of education cool but what most course creators or educators because listen i pay for a lot of subscriptions i do every month Me like too. my husband's yeah. like do you really need all this and i'm like yeah i do yeah. 
I do, because I want to see how everybody's doing. I can learn something from everyone. Um, and it's so wild how what's posted on Instagram really is about 10% of what's really being shared. And so I, I wanted your thoughts on it, Nikki, because people are like, oh, yeah, she just takes big old sections, leeches both sides of it, and then smudges it. And I'm like, oh. It's a little more than that, right? And so yeah, but then they come so to me and they're like, "What?" And they're like, "Why? Why is uh?" So can I see the top section, like exactly yeah. how you do that? I'm like, "Yeah, but you have to pay me." Yeah, <laughs> like I will show you my like, hello. And like you can you guys, use what you learn for me, but like, yeah, you. I mean, even though you don't have to, people, I do. I give two weeks for free of the Slice Squad, so you could just use it. But yeah, I'm not going to give you like the absolute the in depth stuff in this little glimpse that you're getting on social media I'm going to give you the basics there's just so much more that you should know and that goes for you too like with the fundamentals it's so in-depth and you're such an incredible educator that I, I mean it's just so worth investing in and it's so worth investing in yourself and like actually getting into the nitty-gritty and not just these little highlights uh, right. But my video, my videos too are like really, sh they're pretty short, even in the squad, they're like 15 minutes long, because I don't have the attention span. So I assume nobody else Absolutely. does either. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. My, my, I'm the same. I'm like, if it's longer than 17 to 18 minutes, I'm out. So most likely everybody else is going to be out too. That's why I love your videos. But it's 17 or 18 or 15 minutes, but it's so in depth. And there's so many videos, right? It's not just one or two videos or five videos like you have a lot of videos in in the in the yeah. library and then like the certification program is way more in depth than even that like that goes to the next level but not everybody is in a place in their career to do that either so it's like but at the end of the day yeah we love us educators love giving you glimpses of what we do and adding value to your lives but you're just getting a glimpse and it's always better to get more than a glimpse <laughs> and I will say this um what it what I want you guys to think about just perspective here when an educator or a stylist is giving so much in their page they're giving you tips. They're giving you, you know, these glimpses that are still very, very valuable. And when you DM them asking for more without paying, that is almost equivalent to a client coming to your chair and paying for their service, but not paying for their toner, their root melt, and their deep conditioning and the shampoo and conditioner they take home. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. So you would be upset if a client tried to take advantage of you so you know and I'm not complaining about this I get so many questions in my dms about formulations and people send me pictures like what would you do and like I want to help but there's also a place where it's just like but I can't do that for everybody I can't have 60 no. people a day hey look at my eyes and tell me what my limbo ring is hey would you like I want you guys to think about what you're doing when you dm people so Asking for help is one thing, but asking for free advice, you would never, ever, ever tolerate that from a client asking for free stuff. So don't expect that from the educator. You're so right. And I do get, I do get like 60, 70, 80 DMs a day asking me for my advice and my solution to that. All of the answers to these questions are in the slice squad. If you want, if you want 
more than what's in the site squad, like more of me, then you've got the certification program where you're with me for eight weeks. <laughs> yeah. So we, we you know? all have options. And, yeah. and I just want you guys as, as stylists to just be aware of how you approach, how you communicate and what you're expecting. Because a lot of us as stylists, we bitch about how clients reach out to us, right? Like we talk about, hey, I need my hair done tomorrow. And like, you guys get mad that the client didn't say hello or didn't, wasn't nice. But you guys are the same sometimes in the DMs. Mm -hmm. So just think about, it's like the golden rule, right? Like treat others how you want to be treated. Okay, so that was a whole total tangent, but just some- But also I want you to know that I'm grateful and I'm glad you're coming to me for advice and I'm happy to help where I can. We just can't, we just can't give all to everybody. So I try to give a lot of me to people that invest. Right. And think about it too. Like if I tell you the answer, there's no learning that happens there. No, none. So I have done a disservice. Like some of you are like, how would you formulate for this? And it's like, I want to work through it with you instead of give Mm -hmm. you the answer. Because if I give you the answer, then you're going to take that and use it and nothing was learned. And then you're going to ask another time. So my goal, at least with, with, understanding hair and formulation is to teach you how to do it not just tell you what to do um and I think Nikki is the same with the slice squad in her videos right like she's not just telling she's telling you why and why this works and why this place there's so much value in the learning process of it but we're all such instant gratification people that we want yeah. everything now and we could do that but then we're it's a disservice yeah. It's an absolute disservice. So, okay, I want to talk about a couple things. So first yeah. with your Slice Squad annual membership, you have always a deal going on, or not always, but you have a deal going on. Uh, the date that this episode goes live, you will still have this deal. Yes. Right, so what is it? It's going to be, so normally the Slice Squad yearly annual membership is two ninety nine twenty five for the year, and it's going to be $100 off, so one ninety nine twenty five For 12 months, for 12 months here's the cool thing guys it's not like it's dripped content like once you sign up you get access to all of it yeah plus what's coming so you have a whole ass library of Mm -hmm. videos on technique on product on mindset on manifestation like there's a lot in there that you get access to so that's an amazing deal and then i want you to talk about this certification um and what this what it looks like and it's not for everybody right nikki like this is just no definitely not Um, so there were actually, I've interviewed, so I spent all of last week doing interviews for like my first cohort of the certification program. And I ended a few of the interviews early. I mean, I spent like 45 minutes with each person. I ended a few of the interviews early because I'm like, you know what, we're, you're just, we've got a little work to do before we get you to the point of, of this and that's okay. Or like, maybe this just isn't right for you and right for your business model. And I'm going to be honest about that, but it's an eight week, I don't want to call it a boot camp. It's like, a, it's a certification program, but it's going to, but it requires commitment from you. Um, there's a lot of like Zoom calls. There's a lot of coaching trainings, but I guarantee an hour sliced off of your timing. If you take it at the end, we do a final exam with a mannequin head, even though it's digital, I, um, there's going to be a final and then you get slice squad certified at the end. But we also focus on mindset manifestation setting goals we do business how to build up your books how to schedule your clients the way that i schedule mine 
And, um, and then of course, the nitty gritty of the techniques, like really in depth on how to know what to choose and when to use it and all that fun stuff. So um, and that's so something cool. that you have to interview for that you can't just sign up for. So if anyone is interested in that or thinks that that might be a good fit for them, then you uh, just have to send me a private message so that I could get you on my books for a call. So I think uh, did the idea of this kind of, I mean, obviously it morphed from the slice squad to the app to this certification, but I remember you telling me that you get messages from clients randomly saying, do you know any stylists in my area? Right? Like, 30 that... times a, like 30 times a week. And I'm like, okay, I've had 6,500 stylists or so go through the slice squad. Yes, and that's amazing. But I have no way of knowing whether they've absorbed the information, whether they're whether they're utilizing the techniques. So I didn't feel comfortable recommending. So this is a way for me to not only ensure that they're actually slicing the time off and getting the value in their business. So like I, I know that I'm, I'm helping these people like slice their timing down utilize these techniques and now I'm comfortable enough to add them to a registry where other clients could awesome. find them and know here's a time slicer you know that is so 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 cool and I'm excited to see where that goes for you who I'm knows because I'm honored because Nikki asked if I could help with the formulation part of it so I'm super stoked on that uh, I'm a fan of everything that Nikki does I think um a lot of these educators like you and I feel like myself have the integrity of really trying to help this industry. And those oh, are yeah. the people that I align with. Those are the people that I want to work with. And so it's kind of turned into a really great um, working relationship and friendship with Nikki over this last, I don't know, like a year. We've yeah, kind of I value you so much at us. Like I, I value the information that you have. You are clearly an expert in something that I'm not an expert in. So of course, I'm going to bring you in if you're willing. So yeah. And I am always willing. Okay. So with that, um, I do want to let you guys know that when this episode airs, that Nikki and I are collabing for a giveaway. So um, I'm super excited for this because there's a lot of you who are interested and have wanted to take on the fundamentals. I know there's a lot of you who from Nikki and from me who are interested in bringing um, or investing in the slice squad. And so what we wanted to do was collaborate. I love doing giveaways. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. So we are teaming up to do a, uh, I'm going to give away the Combed Education Fundamentals course. So you will get access to the online course and you will get your very own fun box with all the things. Um, I'll show it on the video when you guys are on the podcast, you can't see it, but you can look it on YouTube. Um, so there is the fun box with everything that you need. This is a messy one, but everything that you need to do your course is in that box. So that's valued at 1111. And then Nikki is giving away one whole year of the Slice Squad. So you will have the chance to have 12 months access to the Slice Squad um, and every all the perks that come with it, right? Like yeah. all the videos, the app and all of that. So when the uh, if you go to our profiles, either at Nikki Wildflower or at uh, This Is Autos, I'm going to link it all underneath this podcast caption um but you can enter for a chance you can have unlimited entry tag as many hairdresser friends and then we will randomly pick a um a winner so i would highly encourage you guys to enter that giveaway uh it's valued at over 1300 dollars um and we're willing to give that away because we do care about this industry and i think there are some people who financially maybe can't or aren't fully ready to commit. And maybe this could be your lucky chance in getting you on that road to education and the value of education. 
Yeah. So with that, I just want to close this with Nikki. I appreciate you. I value you. I thank you. I am constantly inspired by you. And I'm so happy that you agreed to come on and give my audience a little glimpse of you. Because I think, you know, there's the social media version that we all showcase, but then having a conversation for 30 or 40 minutes with somebody, you really kind of get to see their character and get to see their essence. And I hope those of you who are listening can see and hear and feel uh, Nikki's essence and what she really stands for, because I'm super drawn to it. I'm grateful for you. So thank you for coming I'm grateful on. for you too. Thank you so much for having me. And I feel the same way about you. It's all mutual. And I'm so glad to that we connected. So awesome. I hope this was valuable for you guys who are listening. Hey, do me a favor. If you're listening or you're watching or however you're consuming this uh, little interview, take a screenshot, share it in your stories, tag Nikki and uh, tag me so that we know that you guys are listening. And with that, um, we're going to call it. Thank you, Nikki. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Have a good day. Bye, everybody. You Thank you. Oh, no.